Hello, this is Rich. This episode may contain content that is not appropriate for all audiences. Please check the content warnings found in the description. Welcome to the Calyrex Game Corner's Pokemon D&D campaign, featuring Cindy, a young vagabond from the Hoenn region with pyromaniac tendencies, Gimli, a stocky, burly miner from Sinnoh looking for his lost son, Elodie, an enthusiastic foodie and baker from Kalos, and Schmidt, an enigmatic man from Johto with a duck. My name is Rich, and I'm the Game Master, and this is Dunsparce and Drampa. Another state of the game update I want to deliver is that, uh, you know, about 14 sessions ago, I was like, it's starting to feel a bit like season two. Um, right around now, it's starting to feel a bit like season three. Why is that relevant? I'll tell you why. I kind of want to start off our session today, since we all did our own separate gym challenges, I think it would be fun and cool for all of you to kind of not reintroduce yourselves, but arrive at the scene, arrive outside of the Pokemon Center and give a description. Maybe you've changed your outfit. What Pokemon do you have on you? How do you feel after your gym challenge? Maybe you did your hair a certain way. I think that would be a really cool way to start off today's session, and I would be happy to look for volunteers to go first. I'll set the scene. That might help. It's sure, yeah, like yeah, 10 a.m. Lava Ridge Town. Everyone's milling about. The residents are up and at them because they're mostly retired people. So they wake up at like 6 a.m. Right. And so they're all running their errands. It's a it's a clear, sunny day. It's a couple clouds in the sky. You can hear bird Pokemon chirping. And it has been decided that it is about time for the group to meet up to investigate what's going on at Mount Chimney. I am strolling on back to the Pokemon Center pickaxe in hand everyone out of their balls just walking around strutting because we killed it who's everyone uh everyone is trevor mm -hmm. my trusty boldor toidle my sassy torkel lasagna the newest member of the team the the crystallized crustacean himself Ooh, <laughs> alliteration i know <laughs> And uh, strolling in my my overalls, I got Bean just hanging out as he does with uh, both my pickaxe. I got my pickaxe out, but I have Bean's club strapped to my backpack because Bean does have a super gnarly club now. Did you um, know what like bone body part the club is made out of? I don't think we specified. OK, that's fine. Because I, I just have bone mittens for his <laughs> upgraded damage thing. It's yes. like no it's but he it. has the bone mittens to be able to hold the club. Mm -hmm. I, I would imagine it's some kind of like, um, you know, like it's almost like standard, like not not bone club, but like I forget what how to describe this part. It's almost like, yeah, it's a femur for okay. sure. If, yeah, if you ever come around to the situation, I'm sure you could ask an expert or you could just think on it, make a roll or something if you were like truly sure. curious. Sure, 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 sure. But uh, well, it's more description for the audience, I think. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, what bone is he holding? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The it shape, the, the shape is it's like it's like a club. You know? Yeah, it is. Like a As club. to what specific bone it is, could yeah. be up in the air. Good up in the air. Yeah. Um, but I like to think with my outfit, we've gone through some changes. Originally, I had like denim overalls, white shirt. But over time, we've been traveling, we've been getting like more and more dirty. So the outfit has changed a little bit. I like to think that I'm in like kind of a more forest green shirt, little collar, top button undone. You can see a little chest hair coming out there mm. and uh, some brown overalls with my standard minor Timberland like look looking like boots 
the nice steel-toed Timberland shoes, the classic minor look to it, but a little more outdoorsy than like a uh, minor esque. I think I also mm. still have my uh, my signature hat block out the sun as I travel because uh-huh. of my bald head. Perfect. I like that. It makes sense. We've been spending less yeah. time underground. Got to be more yeah. equipped um, for above the beard's been growing too. So I'd like to think that uh, uh, one of the ladies assisted me with a uh, b- braiding the beard up a little bit more, like a just like a just a quick wrap around. Like uh, what, what's a good beard braid? I can't think of names of braids right now. Fishtail braid. Yeah, so it's like bushy like, until like six inches down, bit. and then yeah, it's braided it up a little bit. Like have that mobility, you know. Like we had the long beard for a while, but. It, while we're traveling, I don't want to get it caught and stuff, get it out of the way. So it's definitely function over a form, but it has its own look and fashion to it. Mm. So I'm strolling on up, very proud, walking with my whole squad, just like holding the pickaxe in triumph, almost like fist pumping it as I walk towards it, just because of the, the victory we got. We're Hell yeah. Two for two on gym challenges, feeling really good. I see. Yeah, I definitely see Sydney first in the distance. She sees me pumping in the air. <laughs> I'm, I'm pumping too hard to wave, but. I definitely catch a glimpse of her in the distance. So Cindy is was the first one to do her gym challenge. So she's been up and at them for a while. Um, definitely having a little powwow after the gym challenge. Just congratulating everybody on their good work. Everybody also includes Izzy, who is out of the box. Izzy the Lizzie. Who else, though? Like, even if it's obvious, let's hear him. Yeah, so we have Izzy's out, um, Cookie, uh, the Gumi, Jack, the Litten, and Soli, or Soul Eater, the Ninetales. Is Jack uh, the Litten correct? Oh, yeah, Jack's a Terra Cat now. <laughs> Jack evolved. Very cool. A little bit bigger and fiercer kitty with a flaming collar. Yes, and I feel like because we've been traveling a lot, Cindy still has her like that's lit bro shirt, but she has her hoodie that she bought the exact same <laughs> thing yes. on a hoodie. So she's wearing her hoodie over top of her shirt, um, still maybe like regular length jeans instead of like the denim short she's been wearing. Um, and she kind of isn't super serious about hiding her necklace that she got. Like, it's kind of tucked away, so it's not in the way. But, like, if it pokes out, she's not like, oh, no, they're going to see it kind of thing. This is kind of peeking through a little bit, the little gold pattern. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think, did Elliot D go second in the order of gym challenges? In any case, she's probably um, just chilling at the meetup spot with her Pokemon. I think I always thought of it as, like, she brought, like, a couple outfits for vacation and mm-hmm. like has been cycling through them so she's probably not wearing like the same like pink dress as earlier i like to think she has like a little like white blouse and a blue floral skirt and then she's got like the cardigan that she got uh at the slate port bazaar is that the word for yeah, it yeah it was market bazaar sort of like that yeah yeah the apron is long gone i think she like used that to heal to like wrap up somebody's wound a long time ago so that's no longer <laughs> with her um and she's got the Hoopa bracelet on her wrist. And then she's got... Yeah, yeah, I still have that. Um, That's why we do descriptions. (laughs) Yeah, And then her four Pokemon are with her. She's got cabbage, chilling, floating in the air, probably sipping some apple juice or something. Grape juice, the Marsh Tomp, who looks very happy after the gym challenge. Seems very proud 
um, of herself. Um, she's probably holding Key Lime the Ralts in her arms because she's the newest member of the party. Um, and Bubblegum is no longer a Poplio and looks a lot bigger and has little white tutus because she's now a Brion. Hooray. Yeah. I was going to have the rest of the party introduce themselves, but if you want to go last last, we can bring Sam in. I'm good to go now. Okay. So, party is all, like, meeting up. They're, like, outside and stuff, right? Uh, they hear a voice from above them. And they say, Oh, my friends! And as they look, they see Schmidt riding on a giant cloud with his chest fully exposed, like his shirt all the way unbuttoned. <laughs> and he just flies down and lands on this, uh, with this cloud bird. And he says, I hope you were victorious in battle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I... <laughs> Oh yeah, we were we were pretty victorious. I mean, <laughs> I love the new yeah. look, Schmidt. Yeah, it's a nice look you got there. <laughs> it's very uh, you. <laughs> uh, yeah, riding in on Altaria. Uh, of course, I decide the classic Quacko, the leader of the group, the real, the real leader of the pack. Um, yeah, he's got his trusty uh, leak sword with him. Uh, and probably, like, just hanging around, not, like, immediately on his person. But uh, Richie the Amulga is out, probably, like, jumping from, like, streetlight to streetlight, messing with stuff. And he's got his little magnet backpack with him. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, and then Jessica, the breakdancing Landris-type to Oracorio. Great. You all notice that as Schmidt lands... With this Altaria, it creates a little gust of wind around you and your hair gets blown back a bit and it causes someone to squeal. That little squeal of surprise comes from no one other than Sam. It is your friend that you met back outside of uh, Lily Cove City when this journey first began. You spent some time apart, but now she's back with your group. Uh, She has pink hair. She has it tied up in a ponytail and she's changed her outfit to be more ready for hiking. Perhaps she is wearing durable boots. She's wearing khaki shorts. She has a white tank top and beside her is her black and pink friend Frostbite the Weavile. She has two Pokeballs at her belt and she walks up and she says, hey, everyone, how did it go today? Fantastic. Yeah, from the looks of it, pretty good. I can see that we got some upgrades. Congratulations. Schmidt's going to realize how cold it is now that he's not flying around and he's going to uh, button up his shirt, but still leave it one button undone too much. Mm. You know, the classic Schmidt. Uh, And then I think he's going to get his uh, Fletchlinger out of the PC because he can do that now. Yeah, great call. Um, We don't need to RP that at all. That that happens (laughs) for sure. Um, You can run in real quick and go to the computer right now. (laughs) (laughs) Did we hear from the lawyer yet? Oh, true. What's the date on your uh, your thing? Uh, We did. I can refresh you if you forget. Uh, Yes, please. So I remember it was like not initially what we had discussed. Clementine Sawyer was a little confused. He thought yeah. that he was, rather than trying to defend Schmidt from having to give up Quacko at all, he was convinced through your discussion that your party was more annoyed with the the difficulty to return Quacko to, to uh, Johto. He thought that that was the issue. So he called, or sorry, Schmidt called Clementine Sawyer and asked for an update. And Clementine Sawyer said, oh, it's been going great. I actually negotiated that you can drop off Quacko at a Marvel City police station and they'll take care of it. That was not 
the answer that Schmidt wanted to hear. So Clementine Sawyer is back on the case to try and actually negotiate not having Quacko removed at all. Okay. I mean, that's a good start to the update because at least now you don't have to like rush to get Quacko back. We also have <laughs> eggs. Oh, we do have eggs. You want to just... <gasps> oh, is it a new day? Egg roll time. Egg roll. Um, <laughs> what do I roll? Okay. Um, D100. 38. 38, okay. 90. Wow. At the start of the new day, once the party's all back together, uh, Elodie and Cindy decide that it's a good time to check in on their eggs that they acquired the other day. It seems that they're both notably quite a bit warmer, especially Elodie's. However, not necessarily close to hatching at all. They seem to enjoy being incubated and to be with traveling trainers. It seems to be something that makes eggs raise very healthily. Should we go to Jagged Pass? All right, Jagged Pass. Jagged Pass! Sam adjusts her backpack and she says, Great, I'm ready, let's go. And Frostbite lets out a happy squeal, ready for adventure. The party navigates slightly outside of Lava Ridge Town and is face-to-face with the southern face of Mount Chimney. Do they ascend? Yes, so. You reach the foot of Mount Chimney. There are little rocky steps that are carved into the mountain. You see a couple trainers that are on bikes performing tricks on these rocky steps. It's very funny to see. Um, there are a group of Pokemon from the bush that you recognize as a Meditite. Uh, there's a group of them there watching you carefully. Sam, who's with your party, he hmm. says, Weather Institute told you to come here, right? Do you know what you're looking for? I think we're just supposed to investigate the Jagged Pass just to see if there's any notable changes because of our, what our original encounter was. Which was uh, this Torkoal right here, but it was massive. <laughs> Sam looks around. She says, interesting. It's actually pretty cold for Jagged Pass at this time of year. I mean, that's definitely because Mount Chimney isn't active, but very curious. It's a little weird. Are, are you should we ascend? Are you looking for a certain spot? What are you doing? Wasn't there like <laughs> an old base or something around here on Mount Chimney? For, like, the, um... Teams. Evil... Mm-hmm. What? Potentially. Magma. Yeah. Old magma hideout. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we could look for that. Um, I think Sam talked about it earlier. Um, oh, Sam said, word. yeah, if I remember correctly, about 15 years ago, there was a, t- a Team Magma hideout at Jacket Pass, but I don't know where it is. <laughs> is. Is it around here? And she she looks around. That was kind of suspicious do you want to roll on that suspicion can i yeah can i roll an insight on that on what she said about having having yeah sure okay i rolled a 15 on that she has interest in this location um you've talked about it with her before and i think she said this the same exact thing um she's curious she's not like desperate to get there but she she kind of wants to see it and she doesn't know where it is okay that tracks. All right, all right. You like, passed this time. Suspicious to me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "Huh, I did know there was a path. I don't know where it is." It's like, "Yeah, don't ask yeah, me because I don't know." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, okay, I, I, I'd buy that because <laughs> I don't know where it is either." So, so how do we go about finding this place? Because it seems pretty important. Maybe some uh, roles would help. Man, if, <laughs> uh, potentially, potentially some roles. Yeah. Ah uh, man, if there was like a like a like a party member, uh, I had some kind of familial 
uh, affiliation with uh (laughs) yeah if only there was someone from this region potentially also somebody whose parents were (laughs) team aqua (laughs) yeah but they, they, they still fought with them like you're still from here yeah that doesn't mean like she did i she didn't know her parents very good guys Cindy can roll what history what would that be history would be if you knew where it was and i don't think you do um yeah. in your okay. discussions with sam it's been made clear that this was a secret hideout it's around here but it was kept secret okay what could i roll to like look for it you could look for at something specific right you could look for weird rocks you could look at the trees you could look at the cliff face you could look at where like people are standing or you could just roll a general perception see if you see anything out of the ordinary i'm gonna investigate like the cliff side okay yeah roll it 19 19 30 19 but 19 a sleepy 19 (laughs) yeah sorry no it's fine 19 yes um yeah bad math and (laughs) yawn 19 (laughs) cindy notices that there are some parts of this cliff face that have more plateau elements to others and cindy while not an architectural genius by any means understands that if you're going to put like a door somewhere there has to be a place to stand to get inside it's not going to be on like a sheer cliff face so she identifies Mm -hmm. a a part that's about 30 feet up not straight up but just a gradual incline that has a place where like a group of people such as yourselves could stand comfortably and not be falling off the side of the mountain hey guys that plateau looks like it could be a doorway you know it's a good point (laughs) maybe we should go check it out yeah, when we would like try to enter different sections of mines, we would have to flatten it out and go through different sections. That I buy that. That makes sense. I mean, I'm no architect, but like that makes sense. I mean, you would want to stand on flat rock when you're trying to be safe. So cool. Let's go investigate. So Schmidt <laughs> right. jumps on Altaria, and then like immediately the shirt comes back off, and then they ascend into the sky. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, they zoom up there while the party's like, yeah, you know, architecture, uh-huh, doors, uh-huh, yeah. Um, you make it there. It's, Didn't we know that it was, like, cold? <laughs> it's colder than usual. But not it, while he's flying. Oh, Apparently that's, that's yeah. the exception. <laughs> you were amusing. Yeah. Um, give me a charisma check, actually. For me? Yeah. Yeah. 18. 18. Um, there's a bicyclist who's like doing tricks below you like bouncing from 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 rock to rock and he notices you and he totally whiffs just falls flat on his face and he just stares at you in admiration Amazing. awesome love it yeah. that's awesome yeah all right do i need to roll another investigation on this cliff face uh, sure since you're already rolling let's get it and we'll assume that the rest of the party is catching their way up because they have to hike a little bit my way up so that's a 15 Dirty. Yeah. Um, there are no doors. There are no evident doors, but it the description that Cindy gave was accurate. Um, there is a flat, probably eight foot tall face of the rock that's in front of you, and there's a lot of um smallish stones and boulders that are scattered in front. Arguably could look like if someone was trying to cover something up, but or it could just be random rocks. Gimli, hmm. you want to do some digging? Do I? <laughs> <laughs> Are we at the... Did we just make it up to the... Yeah, we'll just say you made it up, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this looks like something might have been, like, buried. (laughs) Like, of some kind. It's just kind of weirdly flat, you know? So... Yeah, there's all, like, small rocks that probably could be moved. Yeah, we could... At this point, Schmidt gets 
off Altaria, and he's like, oh man, it's so cold, and then he puts his shirt back on. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have me and uh, me and Boldor, my digging buddy, we're gonna start moving these small rocks around to see if it, they're like covering something up. Okay, give me a perception. I'm not gonna make no, you roll to move the rocks because you move rocks all the time. I, I do move rocks all the time. Okay. Perception with the water fire. Ooh, uh, six. Six? Okay. Yeah. Um, as you're pushing the rocks around, uh, you agree that this seems like an, an appropriate place that you would hide something, but the problem is, where would it be? Um, the, you notice that this cliff face has different contusions in it than when you were hiking up. Uh, they, like, they're, they're just different. They seem less natural. Mm. I'm just gonna just whack one of the contusions. <laughs> okay. Just pickaxe it. Sure. Uh, give me a dig. Dig. 19. Pick left, center, or right? Uh, center. You swing your pickaxe with a, with a mighty over-the-back, over-the-shoulder haul, and you dig into rock. Normal uh, cliff face rock. Hmm. Do you want to keep digging? I, I swing left. Let's okay. do another roll. Yeah, you swing left. Um, it's starting to chip away at the face of the mountain. The, the rock changes properties noticeably. It is still a tannish beige rock, but it seems like the texture is way different. Do you strike it? Uh, yes. Okay. Claim. It's metal. Ooh, that's weird. <laughs> Guys, I found metal. <laughs> wow, that's weird. It's that's... rock <laughs> colored metal. I wonder what that could be. <laughs> I'm a little suspicious. There should be metal right here. <laughs> uh, can I like, like, just dig away around the metal that sure. I just climbed? Like, yeah, you can try. Hit. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, I'll make you roll for that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Eleven. Eleven. Okay. Yeah, you carve out about a fifteen foot portion of the cliff face from left to right, and mm-hmm. it is all just like this faux rock colored metal. Um, as you're doing so, Sam says. Well, there's clearly something here. This is probably the base, and this is probably right. a door. But the question is, how do you get in? Mm-hmm. So, hear me out. Sure. We burn it. Mm-hmm. It's metal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we melt it. Uh, okay. Do cool. we have a fire hot enough? <laughs> we have a fire type expert. And I have a fire bird. I also have a fire toidle. Well, I will leave that up to you all then, because I do not. If this is Fire a plan of action, time. then describe it to me. Yeah, what are you guys doing? Everyone shoots like a like a like a like a fire laser at the door at the same time. <laughs> laser, laser yeah. beam, just a stream of flames. Okay, give me rolls for the fire types then. I got uh, dirty twenty one for me. Yeah, thirteen. And, okay, that's a dirty twenty. Dirty twenty, nice. All the fire types that have decided to attack this door do explicitly, as Schmidt instructed, they laser it. Torrents of flame launch into the door, and the people who are hiking and doing tricks on their bikes stop to watch. They are very confused about what's going on here. As the fire connects with the industrial door or wall or whatever this metal is, it does not melt away. Um, it seems like whoever installed this did it into a volcano, so it can probably handle extreme heat. <laughs> um, however... It chips away the fake rock-looking paint that was camouflaging it in the cliff face, and there is a big black arrow that points to the right. Oh, sick. 
as if that last side that I didn't hit. <laughs> uh, cool. All right. There's a big arrow. We'll follow the arrow. It points directly to a perfectly cube-shaped hole. <laughs> in the metal or in the rock? Cube-shaped hole there the whole time? Or? It is in, like, metal rock. And, yeah, that's not new. It's been there the whole time. You just never noticed. <laughs> oh, we're just uh, um, silly. The, the, Perception check. I didn't. Okay. The cube hole is, like, six inches. It's not huge. And like, four inches. Who's, who's sticking their hand in there? <laughs> I'll do it. Okay. Um... Yeah, you feel as your hand gets chopped off. No, it's fine. Um, <laughs> no, dark, dark stuff. <laughs> it is It is perfectly smooth. It is not like the other rock surrounding it. It is just like a perfectly smooth hole, and there's a. it stops. Um, it, it suggests to you that this is, in fact, a cube. It is a perfect cube hole in the wall. Oh, it's just a hole. It's not like... And so we have a know. cube. A cube. A cube. Do, does anybody have a cube? I don't think so. Was there not like an energy cube at some point? I feel like I remember that being a thing. One of you guys should have a cube. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know who has it. I literally don't have a cube. You guys need to keep track of your inventory. I do, and I don't have a cube. I have the... The Atlas Stone. I feel like Cindy has all the mystic stuff. Yeah, I literally don't have anything fancy. Who wants to have the cube? You know who obtained the cube? Does anyone remember? No. Anyone remember? This cube that you're supposed to have was obtained when you were at the Weather Institute. Uh, Callisto and Hermidiana was there and you battled. As she was escaping, Schmidt was like, Quacko, sick of and Quacko flew up a staircase onto the roof where the where the flying machine was that took them away and smacked Callisto, and this fell down the staircase. It is a squ- uh. it's a perfect cube, and on the sides of it are N, R, and G on the faces of it, like a dice almost. And uh, Schmidt is like, oh yeah, I have this in my bag, and he pulls it out. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember like a picture of that now. Okay, I'll be like, yeah, I've had this cube burning a hole in my pocket this entire time. <laughs> it's definitely and there. And then I put the square cube in the square hole. You do that. As you do that, once it settles in, there's a click. And there's a deep rumble from within the mountain. This rocky southern face of Mount Chimney before you folds open into an, a dark, hollowed passageway that leads into the mountain. The fake stones that were exposed inside of this metal door are pushed aside as the shutter opens. Inside of this new tunnel, the, the stone changes to a deep crimson red from floor to ceiling. The narrow passageway within the mountain expands into a massive corridor with ceilings that are over 40 feet tall and walls 80 feet across. It's huge. Do you enter? Yes. Okay. Let's go. Yes. Do Let's we go. still have the energy grunt uniforms? Yeah. We'll say you do. Cool. cool. I don't know why you would have gotten rid of them. Yeah, I just also, I don't wanted to make that note. Just in case. Yeah, there isn't one for Schmidt. Schmidt was not there. Yeah, you enter. As I said, it don't is... in the sky. Say that again? <laughs> no. Okay. That's being stupid. Okay, being stupid is good. <laughs> you enter. As I said, it is very dark. Um, a massive cavern. Again, it's over 40 feet tall. And from left to right, it's about 80 feet. It's like, how does this thing even fit in here? It's like the whole mountain. However, as you march forward, your progress is halted by an enormous metal shutter that is sealed into the red ground below you. Um, there, It is incredibly dark in here. There is a 
tiny, tiny little light. There's a dusty PC that is blinking in the far right corner of the wall. Uh, What's stopping us from going forward? An enormous metal shutter. Uh, solely. I think we practice Soli's ability to, like, light up spaces without burning everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, can she light things so we can see better? Yeah, I think we've decided that, like, utility fire is a survival check. So, yes, you may do that. Soli got a 14. Soli illuminates the cavern. It's still shadowy in the corners, but uh, you notice that at the top of the ceiling there are, in fact, tube LEDs. They're just not on. Hmm. Besides that, giant metal shutter. This room is super wide. Like, it definitely passed the shutter. It's got to be big. Uh, but there's no way to get past there so far, it seems like. Can I go check out the PC? You absolutely may. Um, it is a single monitor screen. And under a little glass case that you can flip open, there is a keyboard. I will flip open and try and, like, I don't know, touch the keyboard. What tap key- one of the buttons to try and turn it on. What, what key do you press? Is it like a normal standard keyboard? It's a regular keyboard. No, just spacebar. Push some buttons. Let's go. Yeah. You press the spacebar. The screen struggles to flicker on, but it does. And the monitor is all dusty. It's, it, it looks kind of gross. Um, a big NRG logo pops up. There's a little, tiny little logo in the bottom right corner. And it says, please sign in. Uh, uh-oh. <laughs> uh, anybody got a... You guys didn't NRG? steal any... Uh passwords when you were uh when you joined the enemy team did you, you know, <laughs> check the uniform we, pockets <laughs> we did pick up or did we pick up that binder or did we just leave that the binder was left behind yeah damn okay yeah. totally yeah. know everything about this binder investigate <laughs> the uniform pockets see if there's anything that we missed <laughs> they're scratched off passwords or something inside the uniforms Sam is just uh, like admiring the, the redstone in here and she notices the computer thing happening. She's like, you could just guess a password. You got an idea, Sam? She says, I mean, my go to when I'm doing tech support is like password one, two, three. <laughs> you can try that out. That would be mm-hmm. so funny. I'm going to try that out. OK. P-A-S-S-W-O-R-D one, two, three. Enter. Do you press it? Yep. It says password not recognized. Hmm. maybe there's like different passwords that work for like different people like each person has like a, a login that will access the system mm-hmm. so maybe we could try to think of like a specific person and try to guess their password because that would be easier than right. like big password that's what i was thinking nrg one two three four <laughs> your description of everyone probably has their unique password triggers something in sam she says hold on is there a logo on that screen? Yeah, that appears yeah. to be the case. No, not the energy logo. Like, is there another one? It was, in fact, described to me that there was. I did not look at it. Can I look at it now? <laughs> yes, it is clear to you <laughs> that it is the Silfco logo. <gasps> oh, shit. Hmm, interesting. I might have a password for that. <laughs> Sam, uh, You got something to tell us, Schmidt? <laughs> uh, that I worked at an office building? Yes. <laughs> I worked at an office building. Sam approaches the computer and she says, I think my team worked on this. This is our old software. Give me a second. And she types away at it. Uh, She doesn't type into the password field. She brings up like a separate window. 
Uh, I know Grace is like a CS major, so please don't judge me here. Um, she she pulls up like a, a, a program window, a terminal, so to speak, and starts typing away, trying different things. Classic command prompt. I'm going <laughs> to give her a roll. She gets it. Um, after a moment, there's a cheesy, iconic little access granted. Welcome, system admin on the screen. It's all caps. It, it, it seems like there should be a name there, but... The name there is System Admin. A brief moment passes, and then the screen displays two options against a blue background. Admin Log and Operations. Sam steps away. She says, I'm not going to touch this. This is up to you guys. That's something you want to tell us there? She, she says, yeah. Before I joined Silfco, um, the team that I lead makes stuff like this. We, we, we make things for businesses, for enterprises. But business for software. evil teams? Sam laughs and she says, I, I don't choose the clients. And when we make these things, we don't know who they're for. Sus. <laughs> she says, you should have full access. So try whatever you need to try. How about it? We want to see the admin log to see what's going yeah. on. Yeah. Let's look at the admin log. Okay. You, there's no mouse. So you navigate with the arrow keys. You make your way to admin log. Very classic. There are four numbers. Or four series of numbers. There's one that is 2 28, 3 10, 3 17, and 3 28. At the bottom, there's a play all. Play all! Let's go! Let's go yeah. more! The screen shifts from the user background to a video. Before you, there is a woman with wavy black hair and an eye patch over her left eye. She is dressed in what appears to be like a cyberistic formal version of the Team Energy uniform. She takes a deep breath and she speaks. Admin log, February 28th. This is Commander Callisto. I've been assigned with the acquisition and repurposing of an abandoned Team Magma laboratory that was discreetly constructed within Hoenn's largest volcano, Mount Chimney. Maxie, the former leader, was hesitant to offer us access, but anybody can be persuaded. The camera pans to show a deep, bubbling magma basin filled with people who are dressed in lab coats and Team Energy personnel. There's large construction equipment carving at a wall. She speaks again. This is the location where Maxi erroneously awoke the legendary Pokemon Groudon from its millennia-long slumber by shining the blue orb. Groudon choosing this volcano as its resting place suggests to me that this location may have had inherent potential, which brings me to our primary interest and purpose of this location. Callisto holds open a steel briefcase to the camera. Inside, there is a crimson-red rock chiseled into a perfect rectangle about the size of a book. It appears to have text inscribed in the face of it. She speaks. We've had the great fortune to come across yet another powerful artifact. Based on the behavior of the wild Pokemon who had coveted it before we confiscated it, we believe it to contain significant fire-type energy. It is nearly identical to the first artifact passed down to us by Master Giovanni, which leads us to believe it is equally as powerful. She, she closes the briefcase and sets it out of view of the camera. Once the renovations are complete with this repurposed facility, experiments will commence immediately. I will provide regular progress updates within this admin log as our research commences. Callisto, out. The recording ends, and a button appears that says, play next. Yeah, play next. Play next. The screen shows admin Callisto yet again. 
Her face, which is typically stern and emotionless, shows an ever-so-slight hint of optimism. She is slowly petting a large black and gray dog Pokemon that seems eager for her attention. Admin Log, March 10th. Our crew has worked tirelessly, and I'm pleased to report that the facility is finally ready for our use. Rada brought his team by earlier, and he even was impressed with how we've laid out this place. The initial phase of our experiments is actually already underway. The camera pans to an assembly line of scientists that seem to be processing magma that has been scooped out of the volcano. There's a mechanized system of large metal buckets that scoop it from within and carry it through a laboratory where goggled individuals are conducting a variety of tests. One scientist wearing large flame-retardant gloves is holding a small, squirming orange chick. This is our first elixir derived from the newly acquired artifact. The results on most of our Pokemon test subjects have been less than satisfactory. However, we are optimistic about the latest subject. This Torchic appears to be very scared. It is squirming and vainly clawing at the coat of the scientist holding it. Torchic appears to have an unusual sheen to its plumage, as if something has been applied to it. Callisto retrieves the newest bucket of lava. The scientist approaches her and plunges the Torchic into the bucket, facing a firm gloved hand on top of its head. Callisto and the scientist keep it in place for nearly 20 seconds. Then the gloved hand retrieves the Torchic by the feathers on top of its head. This one survived. Excellent progress. The Torchic has lava dripping off of it like water off of an umbrella. It is no longer resisting the clutches of the energy scientist, rather it is shivering and emptily staring forwards at nothing in particular. The camera readjusts to Callisto's face and she speaks again. There's clearly much more to derive from the study of Artifact 002. The applications it may offer for Team Neo-Rocket Galactic are already becoming evident. I'm eager to report our new findings in one week's time. Callisto out. Play next. Um, Play next. Yeah. The screen flickers on to show Callisto. She's tired. There's a small bead of sweat rolling down her right cheek. She's lightly panting. Admin log, March 17th. We've been hard at work here at the Reinvisioned Magma Hideout. It's so hot here. She lets out a gasp. Excuse me. Experiments are continuing swimmingly. Elixir injection trials are well underway. The molecular structure of this artifact is peculiar, especially in comparison to the first one in our possession. Behind here, there's a sci-fi-looking slot embedded into the wall. There's tubes surrounding a sealed cabinet that are coursing with red-orange energy. It appears that the artifact in question is stored within there, and its power is energizing something, if not many things. She corrects a thought to herself before speaking again. Of course, molecular structure is not important. We're here for application. She takes another deep breath. As I said before, injection seems to be an effective delivery method. We observed that Pokemon obtained from trainers have much more controlled responses to the interaction with the artifact than wild Pokemon. We have been advised to avoid direct content between Pokemon and the artifact from our Viridian City headquarters. The reason is unknown, as the wild Pokemon encountered with the stone appear to not behaving abnormally. It appears it has no effect on humans. More testing is required. The camera switches, the camera switches to a view of the entryway very familiar to the one you are standing in. There are about a dozen Pokemon being led inside on leads, with energy grunts pushing them from the back, some with tasers to encourage them forwards. Gimli, roll investigation. Twelve. Among these Pokemon, there's very clearly a small Torkoal. Whether it is Toidal or not, you're not sure. Mm. We are obtaining a sufficient amount of test subjects. Survival rates are improving every day. The camera pans to a rocky chamber that is completely empty except for a large orange dragon Pokemon with a flaming tail, anxiously looking around the vacant room. There's a double-sided mirror that is evident from the camera feed, with three scientists in an adjacent room observing. A crackly voice emits from a speaker. Begin. In response, four antenna-shaped lasers descend from panels in the ceiling of the chamber the dragon is in. 
This Charizard was obtained from a powerful trainer. We have high expectations for this experiment. From each side of the Charizard, the four lasers fire its beams of pulsing orange energy. The flame on Charizard's tail rapidly expands to twice its size, then to the size of a bonfire, then to the size of rest of Charizard's body. Charizard roars and uncontrollably exhales fire as the flame on their tail gradually becomes twice the size of their body. In an instant, there is an explosion and the screen flashes white. The Charizard is collapsed on the ground in the chamber, breathing faintly. The stone walls and ceiling are glowing orange and sloughing onto the floor into puddles of molten rock around the incapacitated Charizard. Callisto says, Promising. Giovanni would be proud. The recording ends. Play next? Yes. Callisto appears on screen yet again. She is sweating heavily. Admin log, March 28th. The data we've collected from our experiments conducted in this repurposed facility is nothing short of incredible. I'm sure we're close to a major breakthrough. The acquisition and utilization of the remaining artifacts should only become more efficient thanks to the work we've done here. Let the record show that I volunteered my expertise to track down the witch who we know is in possession of the Atlas Stone that would locate the remaining artifacts and our clearest path towards them. The boss has denied my request, but if... uh, Callisto's audio is cut off and there's an issue with the recording. The video crowds with static for a moment and eventually refocuses and Callisto becomes audible again. I would still agree to the mission. We've been observing a pair of camerupt patrolling from the secret entrance of this facility to the peak of Mount Chimney and back down throughout the day. I've deemed this behavior unacceptable and potentially detrimental to the secrecy of this location. I've ordered to use the two of them for experimentation before we relocate them, as it's convenient that Camerupt is a fire-type Pokemon. The camera pans to two Camerupt that are held securely in separate steel cages that offer no mobility or room for them to lay down. One of them has noticeably larger humps than the other. Standing in front of the cage of the Camerupt with smaller humps is three seemingly water-type Pokemon, a Mudkip, which you recognize, a small flat Pokemon with a lily pad on its head, and a yellow duck clutching its temples. An energy scientist says, We'll start with the male. Begin. Several energy grunts walk behind into the side of the smaller humped Camerupt and begin stabbing it with thick black syringes, at least five of them. Camerupt seems to not enjoy this and is in great pain. Then, an energy grunt outstretches a hand from behind the water-type Pokemon and says, Now, attack! The three water-types shoot streams of water towards Camerupt in unison. The streams of water launch towards Camerupt but fizzle into steam right before they make contact. Keep going, says a scientist, as jets of water continue to propel from the three smaller Pokemon. The injected camel breathes heavily as the streams of water become gaseous even further away from Camerupt as their body heats up. The male Camerupt lets out a pained roar and the streams of water become scalding from the outside in, immediately burning the water-type Pokemon in their mouths, causing them to stop shooting water and run towards the door. At this point, lava is bubbling out of Camerupt's humps, and the female, who hasn't been injected with the insidious serum, lets out a mournful roar. At this moment, an earthquake begins to shake the mountain, as you hear Callisto say, This one's out of control! Shut it down! And a scientist responds, We can't! It's too late! Admin Callisto stammers for a moment, then cautiously instructs, Everyone evacuate now! The experiment is unstable! The camera remains on as all of the energy workers run out of the room and the steel bars of the cages begin to melt, the injected camera up starting to collapse to the molten rock beneath its hooves. The room shaking increases greater as sirens start to blare and glass panels and hardware begin to shatter and explode from the heat and the earth tremors. The video distorts as the camera feed becomes staticky and unstable. The camera shows the larger humped camera up escaping from the melted steel cage and hopelessly inspecting its motionless partner, slowly falling into a molten puddle of rock and steel beneath him. 
His forlorn partner lets out a mournful cry as the video becomes almost entirely unwatchable, and the remainder of the footage is only the sound of sirens, earthquakes, explosions, and bubbling lava. The footage ends. Whoa. Ah, uh, okay. Same as distraught as well. Wow. She is she is crying gently. That's some messed up shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn. You're okay. back on the screen that says admin log and operations as your two options. Well. Well that was a lot. <laughs> what is uh operations? Yeah, let's check that out. Yeah, let's go to operations. <laughs> Do you select it? Yes. Okay, a menu pops up. There are options. It says lights, shutter, vent, magma redistribution, forge, and alarm. Well, first things first, I'm going to hit the light button. Okay, you do that. The large tube LEDs at the ceiling flicker on. Some of them seem to be damaged and are not lighting, but it is bright enough for you to kind of look around the room and see that there's really nothing here. Uh, do you got want to open the shutter? (laughs) Sounds good to me. All right. We don't hit the fourth one. No, I I think that's also a bad idea. Let's not not redistribute magma. But the volcano's off. Stop. It's sleeping. <laughs> Let's not tempt it. Let's just yeah. hit the shutter. <laughs> you hit the shutter. The giant shutter before you roars and clangs is incredibly loud and it whirls up into the ceiling. You are in the same width of passageway, but it goes deep, maybe like 200 or so feet. There are chambers or rooms that have regular office doors that are off to the left and the right. And there's a wall at the far end and you can't tell what it is. That's like 200 feet away. And the LED lights are working, but they're kind of inconsistent. Some of them are flickering, and there's some evident dark patches in this tunnel. Should we go investigate? Have a bad feeling there are Where some things we go left behind further, here. Do I need to roll to determine what today's date is? <laughs> uh, no. The Lily Cove City Summer Festival happens, like, in the middle of the summer, in July. Your okay. birthday is September 17th, 19th? Right? 16th. Yeah, September 16th. So it is after the summer festival and it's before your birthday. So you can probably assume it's like August. Okay, so it's been been a few months. A few months. Oh, since you started the journey? It's been like two and a half weeks. No, I mean since the recording. Oh, yes. Yes. The latest one (laughs) was numbered 328, which you could guess is March 28th. So if anything was trapped in here. It's been in here a while. It's been a while. Uh, Okay. All right. Uh, uh, Do you guys want to go investigate? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So, again, you're in a super massive chamber, and there are doors to the left and the right, where you are immediately, you could check out, hey, you could check out either of those. It's up to you. They're very far spread apart. It seems like where you're at, there's two pairs of doors and then a big wall that seems like there used to be a shutter there but now there's just rock on the far end all the way down we want to check the left door because good adventures go left yeah yeah you go up to like a regular looking office door and you open it there's only one led light working in here it's pretty spooky but this looks like it's a regular office in fact it looks Probably exactly where Callisto made those admin logs. Um, there's a chair that is on the ground. It's all disheveled and looks like it has burnt spots on it. 
There's a wood desk that looks very much the same, and there's some cabinets as well. Can open I roll up all the cabinets? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Good play. Let's open you up all the cabinets. <laughs> okay. Um, you do that. Not really. There's a lot of paper for one. However, it's all incredibly damaged. There's not really a whole lot to make out. I will have you make a specific investigation check. That is a nine on the dice. You find a slightly legible piece of paper that was in the front of a binder. It seemed to not have been burnt because it got like melted to the plastic of it. Um, the top part of it is singed off. Um, you can't really make out any text at all. It seems like this is like a directory to contact important people. There are names on it. One of them is Callisto. And then there's like a series of numbers, but they're cut off at the side. One of them says Enyo and same thing. Oh, sorry. There's more to it, actually. So there's the name. There's the numbers off to the side that are singed off. And then below the name, there's some job titles. It says Callisto, Initiation and Operations. Enyo, Politics, Negotiation. Rada, <laughs> Military, Demolition. Semily, Information Extraction, Technology. Uranus, Espionage, <laughs> Diplomacy. It seems like there's oh, room yeah. for more at the top of the page, but it's been destroyed. Is that the guy we scared away? I remember him. <laughs> It seems like a contact sheet that's been partially damaged, but still got some information on it. If you need me to repeat any of that for your notes, let me know. Uh, how do you spell semile? And also, what was the second one for that one? Um, semile is S-E-M-E-L-E. -E, okay. And the second one is Enyo. Oh, no, no, no. What is the semile's, like, role? Oh, information extraction is the first. Technology is the second. Right, 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 right. Right, right, right. Uh-huh. The same. Right, okay. Have a twin sister, Symmetra oh. and Simile. Are are you asking this to Sam? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she says, "I don't, I don't recognize these names." You didn't answer the question. I <laughs> <laughs> Dodging the question. <laughs> she says, "No, I, I'm an only child." Oh. Okay. <laughs> right, 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 right. Secret twin. I don't think <laughs> it's a secret twin. I think. All right. Um, who hasn't made a roll in a while? I want someone to roll. Uh, sure. Just a straight d20? Uh, be it perception. Wisdom... 19? 19. Yeah, that's pretty good. As they're examining these names, and they're like, huh, okay, these are people who are important and have job titles and stuff. You notice that if you peel away the melted plastic a little bit, um, there are some photographs on the back. Do you look at them? Hell yeah. Heck yeah, we do. <laughs> um, they're nothing crazy. They're basically personnel headshots. Either you see the people, and you also see their Pokemon. You see Callisto, and she's right next to Mighty Yenna. They These Pokemon are incredibly well-trained. They're like, and all, all of them are completely expressionless. Uh, they're all keeping a straight face, and the Pokemon are as well. Callisto and Mighty Yenna are there. Enyo is there, and she's making a perfectly straight face with her Gardevoir in this, like, mugshot-looking picture. There's Rada. There's Agron. There is Uranus, and he, um, he, if anyone's not doing a good job making a straight face, it's him. And the Pokemon that is next to him is a fish. You don't recognize it. Um, it has a very large jaw. It seems that it's striped along the length of its body and has a spookiness to it. It's hard to kind of make out what exactly it looks like. 
And then the last one is someone who you've never seen before, but they're wearing sunglasses. So it's not like you would really uh, be able to tell. You can use your powers of deduction to determine that this is Semily. She has like a, a, a crooked grin, despite trying to look serious. And the Pokemon next to her looks very strange. Um, you don't see its whole body, but its face is kind of like a bird. But off to the side of it, it looks like it has tentacles. It is very weird looking. I'm assuming you met most of these people at the square when the, the things happened. Do you recognize any of the faces from anywhere else? You can roll history. Yeah. Rolling a good history. Are which you I'm proficient in? Yeah. Are you rolling it? Yeah, I'd imagine you are. Yeah. 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 Um, can I ask Cindy if she recognizes any of these faces from her knowledge of Hoenn? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <That's> my dad. <laughs> she... I would have realized that by now. <laughs> well, you haven't rolled an investigation. Is it a history or investigation? It depends. Are you trying to remember or are you trying to get some details about them? I guess remember because uh, Elodie's asking if I recognize any of them. Okay. So it would yeah. be history. Roll it. My history was a 16. Okay. Nine. Cindy looks at these faces and she's like, I know that one. And she points at Callisto and then she realizes, oh yeah, I just watched those videos where she was in them. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, that would happen. Yeah. So that, that familiar. Tracks. That's right. Cindy, familiar. The party is laughing at her, but Cindy swears she's seen her before. Like, like, <laughs> like outside of the of the video, she has conviction. Um, Schmidt feels like he's seen all of these people. He definitely recognized Uranus, Rada, Callisto, and Enyo, and he feels like he's seen Semley like once in a passing moment or something, but he just can't quite nail it down. All right, name everybody that you know now. I'm no, just kidding. <laughs> Name a bad person. Go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me pull up my handy dandy sus list. Oh, look, it's Sam. <laughs> um, I mean, they are wearing sunglasses in the picture. They are. Are you trying to compare Semily to Symmetra? Uh, you know what? Yeah, I am actually going to do that. Okay. Uh, give me your roll. Just a d20. Just a d20. And add your, you. add your wisdom. You are, you are being wise. You guys are going to hate me. I got a two. <laughs> you are convinced they're the same person. Elodie <laughs> <laughs> uh, turns like a side eye to Sam and like starts to like glare. And <laughs> we'll, we'll see if she like makes a reaction out of it. <laughs> Sam just looks confused. She's like, what? What? <laughs> you are just convinced. Secret twin. <laughs> No, like, Cindy, you might be right. I've never seen Henry <laughs> and Sam in the same room. Or ever. Um, <laughs> Schmidt rolled high enough looking at these photos to like check on Elodie and note that um Semily has like very olive-looking skin in this photograph, and uh Sam is very fair. And their face shape isn't like at all the same, and their hair is honestly very different too. Okay. Be okay, but I know the truth. Yeah, like what? What if she lost that hand? But what if she got plastic surgery? Oh, <laughs> and a fake hand and a wig. Amazing. Uh, you never know. I'm not going to communicate my my findings. I'm just going to let them go. Okay, that is what, what you want to do. Yeah, you know it to be true, but yeah, you don't mm-hmm. have to say anything. Um, I mean, I'm also still looking at Calisto, being like, she looks so familiar. I definitely know her. Yeah. <laughs> 
Like recently too, right? <laughs> Who hasn't rolled? Gimli, roll me a perception. Oh, I remember where I saw them. That was Hoopa. <laughs> that crit failed. You crit failed. Okay, yeah, you're you're just vibing. Dude. I'm just vibe. You you think that the rocks in here are really cool? You've never seen anything I, like it. Yeah, like it's it's sedimentary rock, but it's in a volcano, so it should be igneous. I know right? I watched the really depressing videos, but like I these rocks are captivating. <laughs> Yeah, you guys are great. <laughs> yes, you guys are great. We're doing so good. Is there anything else in here? Give me one more perception. Yes, yeah, someone not me, please. <laughs> oh, I rolled a three. A three. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. Um. Uh, uh, can I have my Pokemon roll perception? You can. Absolutely. You totally can. Quacko's proficient in this. That's a that's a that's a dirty twenty. Okay. Quacko. Or that's a dirty 21, actually. So Quacko's poking around on, at the ground with his leak. Um, and he goes like under the desk where the chair slides in. And he finds something peculiar and he squawks at you to look at it. Do you do so? Yes. Okay. What you see here is a partially burnt dog bed. Apparently there was a dog in here. And inside the stuffing, you find a Max Revive. Paul. Okay. Is it my Diana's dog bed? Perhaps. I'm going to go ahead and wager a guess, yeah. <laughs> How big is the dog bed? It's not like Why enormous, but it's it, it's like for a big dog, you know? Yes. By the end, it's simply big dog. Yeah. It's not quite like Timberwolf size, but it's big. Big dog. Yeah. I got shit. I'm satisfied. Cool. Do, you, Do we go to the the other door, the right door? You go across the hall. Well, there's two. There's two on each side, right? Yes, oh. but th- yes, but they're spread out. If that makes sense, like there is two on each side until the end of the hall, but they're like fifty feet difference, probably. I, I, I guess we continue this side of the. Yeah, yeah. You continue down the this second side. left. Okay, left. Your adventures right. continue left. Perfect. Um, <laughs> as you march forwards. The lighting's really inconsistent. Really not great. Um, as you get closer to the far wall, you can tell that there is more to this room, but there is rubble. <gasps> rubble? Yes, at the far end. However, <gasps> this is past the door that you're trying to go to. Would you rather try and mess with this rubble, or do you want to go in this, this door? We can mess with the rubble afterwards. <laughs> okay. Let's go to the door first. Am I in that rubble, though? I see you. Okay. <laughs> you... Turn to the left and enter a pretty normal looking office door. It's a double door, but you open it and you immediately notice that the floor here is very, very different. I should have asked who was leading. I'm going to roll a D4 and punish one of you unless someone wants to volunteer. I'll volunteer to leave. Okay. Um, Schmidt steps in the door and the floor is just different. And he needs to make a dexterity save. I'm glad you volunteered yourself. Thank God it was dex. Yeah. Although I am prima ballerina, so. <laughs> oh, that's a good roll, too. My dex modifier, that's a 17. Yeah. You slip as you walk in. Not on ice, but perfectly polished glass. Ooh. Um, it appears that this whole room, there's just one LED vaguely flickering, is entirely encompassed in glass. It's about mm-hmm. like a 40 foot square, and the glass is black. Is there anything in here, or is it just. There could be. Oh. Is this similar to the black glass that was in the gym? It's very similar, yes. 
The glass is also uneven. It's not like this is a perfect cube. Like the room is a cube, right? Or like a rectangle, I should say, like a 3D rectangle. But like the the glass on the ground is like lumpy in places. It seems like it's not evenly distributed and it's perfect. Like the seams from the floor to the wall, there are no cracks. Okay. Can we see anything through the glass or is it just like solid? Let's make a roll for that. With investigation, that'd be a seven. You're not sure. The glass is kind of interesting. Okay. Um, the shape of this room to you all is like kind of familiar. The shape is familiar. Yeah, just like the layout. Just like with, if it didn't have all this glass here, you feel like you might have seen it before. Hmm. Like maybe in a video that we saw recently. Yeah, maybe. Oh, perhaps. Yeah, that could make sense. Would there be any advantage to breaking the glass? I think so. I vote yes. Uncovering anything, or do we guess that this is just this room? Uh, The entire room is covered in glass, whether there's actually anything in there or not, you can't tell because the glass is black. Is the glass black because it's dirty, or because it's I'm thinking black. it's the same glass as the gym challenge. You remember the second one where they were divided by the glass walls? You could roll for to, right. to know for sure if you want to do like an intelligence roll. You'd be like, yes, that's why. But you also don't have to. Yeah, I'll do that. OK. <laughs> that's a crit fail. So, OK, yeah, you don't know why it's black. Schmidt it's is black. Dumb today. Yeah. <laughs> it's black because black. Yeah. Does yes. anyone want to try? It really it? just wants to break it anyways. OK, yeah. Who's who's doing the breaking? Uh, let's give it a good old Jessica. Jessica? Okay. Yeah. Do it like we did it in look, the gym challenge. Look at your D6. Oh, you don't have physical dice, do you? No. Okay. I just want you to pick what glass you break. Is it the floor? Is it the ceiling? Is it the wall to the left, the wall in front of you, or the wall to the right? Um, good old-fashioned the right. Have Jessica roll an attack. Just like... Plus six. Jessica plus. Is that Jessica's modifier is plus seven? I make it plus seven. Correct. Either way, it's still dirty twenty. So Jessica does some sick ass break dancing. Um, the floor actually being made of glass lets her be super slippery and like make some super cool moves. Um, she throws her feet in a triple kick into the right wall, and she needed those three kicks because three panels of glass shatter. Bam, bam, bam. And then there's an extra part of the room. You have to crawl through some glass, but it's there. It seems like what's the best way to describe this? Like this wall wasn't really necessarily a wall. It, there was like a counter and there were actual glass panels among the shards of glass. You see regular like transparent glass, but one of them is like less transparent than the other. It's really weird. Like a one way glass type situation. Yeah, maybe that's it. Yo, that would be crazy. That would be like in the recordings when there was a one way glass mirror. Hmm. So this is the one-way glass mirror room. Appears so. I would make that assumption. Uh, how much glass is like uh, uh been removed? Is size of the hole? Um, there's enough where with a DC ten dexterity check you would not get scraped. I like those odds. I'm gonna try. Okay. Ah, uh, nice. I got a twelve. Cool. Um, Elodie crawls through the glass without getting cut or even cutting her clothing, which she's wearing kind of like a flowy skirt. So it's kind of impressive. Um, she crawls through 
and she finds herself in what she is now determined to be the study area where the conduct the experiments are being conducted. There are some filing cabinets and there are some chairs. And it seems like this place was relatively free from fire damage for the most part. That's some crazy glass. Uh, if no one else is going to try and get over here, I can uh, start looking through some filing cabinets. It's like one big stack and there's three tiers. Which one do you open first? The top one. You see a bunch of blueprints of the place. Yeah, you know what? I drew a little map and maybe I can send it to you because that seems cool. sufficient. Yeah, it's like you see some schematics that have like a little Team Magma logo in the corner. And then you also see some schematics that are slightly different that have a Team Energy logo in the corner. They're, they're really big, like they're things that you'd mount on a wall. So they kind of take up that whole cabinet. Can I look in the second cabinet? Yes, go for it. Sorry, I should have had you roll for this one. This one's a little less. Uh... Oh, OK, yeah, I can roll for it. You see some more files. You're not entirely sure exactly what they are, but they have pictures of Pokemon and like descriptions of them and dates and places. There's a lot of them and they seem kind of like randomly assorted. I'm guessing that these are the Pokemon that they stole for the experiments. Yeah, I'll check one of them out. Okay, are you how, what are you like just looking over it? You pull one out. You take a good look. You see the following description. There's a picture of a funny looking duck Pokemon that like has like lumps on its head. Um, and then below it, it says Magmar. It says nickname Buddy. It says trials, um, elixir injection, status, deceased. Oof. Oh, oh, buddy. OK, well, these are definitely at least ones that they experimented on. I check out the last. You cabinet. may. It is locked. Like with a key lock or like a number lock? With a key. Key lock. Regular old key. <laughs> Fragile is the the cabinet. Uh, It's made of like your regular office steel. It's not like the shutter, right? Like how difficult would it be to like smash it open? Hey, Gimli, are you good at smashing things? I believe I am, yes. You want to crawl through hammer the shuckle time? Uh, Shuckle is in the PC. Damn it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I gotta crawl through the glass first, but... Yeah, 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 yeah. Alright, well, time to not be a battling and take some damage. Alright. Oh. I gotta go over there to smash it. You do, yeah, but you roll. Something not good? I didn't roll yet, hold on. Okay. Oh, never mind, I'm I'm go to 17. Um, roll an advantaged constitution check for Bean. Okay. Uh, Bean got a 14. Okay, neither of you are hurt. You go through unscathed. What's what's your method for smashing here? Hmm. Yeah. How to how to smash? Because I really just gotta like. Can I just try to pull it open? Like force it? Sure. Yeah, you can try that. Give me a strength. Well, the big one, big strong. Oh yeah, I gotta roll the big one. Oh, stop the clicky. Ha! It shot. Um. I uh, crit failed. No. <laughs> um, the lock no. is really freaking good. Sounds like a gut shot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can keep that one. So it's it's a it's a yeah, it's a, it's a big die. It's the size of my hand. <laughs> I don't think this is like a video game thing where you have to necessarily walk away unless you want to give up. Mm. However, other people 
will have better odds. They'll have easier checks because they haven't tried yet. Uh, can is there? There's other stuff on the room, right? Um, yeah. There's just like an observation area, and then there's a a door on to the oh, right. The key on the counter. No, I'm kidding. I, yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, is there like a box with like a key in it? No, there. Oh. It's it's just a dusty counter, really. There's no like it's just a counter. There's nothing underneath it. If the key exists, it's probably not here. Well, because be usually, smart, but... usually when you have filing cabinet keys, right? Um, you like keep them on your person, right? I've never had a filing cabinet key, oh. but <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think the general idea is if you want to keep something secure so that other people don't get in it, you usually carry the key with you. <laughs> yeah. all right well let's just find the person who has the key i'm just kidding um <laughs> sam do you have a key <laughs> you're clearly assembly <laughs> yeah you know what yeah because i clearly think she is i'm gonna be like sam do you happen to have any keys on you um <laughs> she she reaches into her bag and she's or she doesn't reach but she gestures and she says yeah these are my personal keys they get into my office and my apartment uh, do you want to try them? No, I believe you. He says, okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting some weird vibes from you guys. So <laughs> if you don't want me here, just let me know. We will. Schmidt is eating up this drama. Can I try to force open the cabinet? Sure, you're gonna pull on it. Yeah. Oh, I got an 18. Ooh, that's really good. Um, Elodie pulls on it after Ginley pulled on it, and uh, and jiggles it. Doesn't open. Can I kick it? Yeah, kick it. We gotta crawl through Ooh. the glass first. True. Yeah, you gotta make the dex check to crawl through the glass. All right. Damn. What if I told you I crit the dex check? Well, then you you <laughs> swan dive through the glass and then roll and land in a blade pose at the filing cabinet. And then I take my shirt off. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, your shirt's already off. The dive, it flew off. <laughs> the dive, it flew off. No, I didn't have to. Okay. Uh, another godlike roll. Um, what am I... Strength. What modifier for this? Strength? Yeah. Uh, good thing it was a godlike roll because my strength modifier is minus one. Uh-huh. Um, so it's 17. 17? As you kick yeah. the side of the cabinet, it does not burst open, but it dents really easily. There's a significant dent there. All right. Cindy's coming in. Okay. <laughs> Cindy, what are you doing? Uh, first of all, getting through the uh, the thing. Right. No! Uh, with a two. Cindy stumbles through the sharp, pointy glass and is cut and takes five points of slashing damage as she is kind of cut up on her legs and arms. Ow. They're not like gushing wounds, but she's like cut. Like they're, they're like if like you got paper cut really bad. Cindy's <laughs> going to try to give a big pull on the uh, filing cabinet with all of her minus one strength. Okay, let's modifier. see it. Uh, that's a 16. Okay. With my minus one. With Schmidt's kick damaging the integrity and Elodie and Gimli loosening it, Cindy pulls open the cabinet. Inside, she finds an energy uniform visor, what looks to be a wallet 
and a handgun. Gun? Um, uh, <laughs> Anyone if I put uh, this in your backpack? Yeah, it's just... right, um... <laughs> Cindy puts the... Make sure the safety's on, and then she puts the gun in her backpack. Does, <laughs> does wow. Cindy know you, about... You practice good gun safety? If you can justify it, absolutely, but I'm just curious. Like, does, does Cindy know... Cindy has good survival skills. Roll survival. Okay. Yeah, but if you're holding the gun, the rest of us have to survive. <laughs> no. Oh. I got a nat one for oh, my no! <laughs> I'm taking the gun. Uh, <laughs> the gun fires. And oh, everyone God. in the room has to make a dexterity save. <laughs> the, the save is DC 10. I got a 10. Okay. I made the save. I made the save. Sam made the save with a 12. I got an 11. Oh, oh my oh, god. Fuck, bro. <laughs> Give me the gun. Give me the gun. Give you me the gun right now. I'm so good at things. No, you cannot have this gun. <laughs> that was only going to happen on a nat one. Though. Like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> okay. I, po- I pocket the uh, wallet, though. Okay, you don't look at it or anything. You just you take it. Look at the wallet. You just pocket the wallet. Jesus Christ! Can you we see the wallet, up? please? You almost killed one of us, <laughs> and then just pocket. You don't get the wallet either. No. <laughs> I pull it back out. <laughs> After feeling like threatened from Elodie, and then like Cindy shooting a gun, Sam is like at the door. She's like really scared. <laughs> She doesn't know if she wants to be with you guys right now. Guys, I get what Richie meant when he said this was going to be a horror episode. This was not why. (laughs) This was not supposed to happen. (laughs) The horror episode. We encountered a gun. And then they turned it behind. It's not just the gun. It was Cindy with the gun. (laughs) Oh, my. Literally, yeah. Yeah, you are killing it. I think that's great RP because that's exactly what Cindy would do. Sam is at the door. She's like, "Okay, okay, we ready to get out of here? Are we good? Yeah, we good. Can we go? Yeah, yeah, let's, let's get on out of here. Let's uh, but what? Okay, we're ch- yeah. we're checking out the wallet. Can we check out the wallet? Okay, yeah. Who's is, is Cindy opening it? Yeah. Okay. Everybody um, persuaded her to. Oh yeah. <laughs> she finds a little paper card that says "Jumpin' Giraffe Rig." Buy 10, get one free. It's like a coffee card, and eight of the holes have been punched. Pretty cool. Sees a family photo. Um, There is a woman holding a child, and they are smiling towards the camera. And she finds a wad of bills that amounts to $430. Dang. Cindy pockets the cash. And otherwise, oh! <laughs> oh my god. Can and I roll a sleight of hand? You to have to. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> The 19. <laughs> yeah. So mad. Yeah. N- no one notices. Like, they knew, I'm, like, I'm balding. One of you might have seen that there was money, but it didn't seem like a lot. So, I'm sorry. How much was the money again? Uh, 430 Poke Dollars. Great. And otherwise, it's just kind of like a cool black leather wallet. Well, since there was obviously nothing important at all in that wallet, we can now move on. <laughs> You may. You, you, you didn't want the uh, the coffee card. Yeah, I'll take the coffee card. You gonna give that to me? <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right, I'll take sure the coffee. Card. That? Yeah. Say that again, Gimli. 
Are you sure you're not going to pocket that? No, I'll give it to Elodie. Elodie can have the hot coffee card, unless you sure. want it. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jumpin' Giraffe Rig is the brand name of the coffee shop. There's eight out of ten punches. You're really close to free coffee. Love free coffee. I did send Elodie, like, a rough map. So uh, she does kind of know what's going on. I think it's more fun if only she knows about it. Because she is the map holder, after all. Um, should uh, we tell Sam that we're not trying to kill her and that we don't hate her? You can try. <laughs> I feel like that's something Schmidt should do because he's the one that is on better graces with Sam right now. That is a charisma check. <laughs> I'm the one that's on better graces? She's yeah. Like, I'm on my sus list. But she doesn't I know think that. Gimli is the only one I think that she's on good graces with right now. I, 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 I have pretty good persuasion. What am I persuading? That you're not trying to kill her and that you actually like her. Okay. I don't know if I want to go that far, though. Okay, well then, whatever your own terms are, you can RP it. <laughs> the, we're, we're not trying to kill her, and the, um, we're sorry that the vibes have been off today. Okay. The vibes have not been immaculate. Sam needs to uh, roll a vibe check. Vibe check, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, she's trying to be twelve. Pers- it's a twelve on my vibe check, yeah. Um, she's like slightly comforted, but Frostbite does like stand in front of her to like make distance between you guys. You know what? Understandable. That's, that's, that's perfectly okay. There are uh two rooms on the other side that you have not entered, and then there is a wall of rubble. Your left. I think we should check out the other two rooms first and then deal with the rubble in case the rubble uncovers stuff that we're not prepared for. Okay. Team, what do we think? Sure. I'm sure. down for that. Do you do go good old fashioned divide the party? Uh, as we're in not. we need room or? Like we have a room team and then we have a rubble team. Oh. Good old fashioned divide the party. Very safe. Yep. It's never gone wrong in any no problems. I'm impartial. It's up to you guys. We can investigate the rubble later. The rubble's not exactly going anywhere. Rooms it is. Do you go directly across or do you go diagonal back towards the entrance? Uh probably room straight across, right? I'm just gonna go across that way. So hear me out. Sure. We leave the room. We turn to the right. Now the other rooms are on our left. (gasps) <gasps> yeah. So we're, go still, left. So we're still yeah. going left. That's pretty we're smart. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, we don't need to roll here. through the glass again. Uh no, because there's a door on this side. It was concealed from like the inner chamber, but like there's a secret door here. It's it's secret because this is where the investigations happened. So you know you can just exit. Okay, great, great, great. So do you And then we go left to Well you turn right what first. Was the right when we came in. Yeah, right. turn right. Okay. So everyone except for Sam exits the room turns to the left to face the exit and then turns back to the left or, or turns to the right to face the exit and then turns back to the left to go straight across the room just to be sure that they're going left. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. You go directly across the way and adjacent to this uh, experiment room that you were in is a door. Do you open it? Yeah. It's locked. <gasps> Dang, nabbit. It seems like who, who's who's leading? Who's in the front? Schmidt again? I guess so, yeah. It seems okay. like it's not locked with a key. It seems like it's blocked. Hmm. How much of it being blocked? It, is it you, feasible you, to, like, could we strength check it if we... You can make a roll to find out if you can. If it seems I like you can. Investigate. I yeah. want to investigate first before yeah. I do bodily harm to myself. Absolutely. 
It's an eight on the die. It's hard to it's hard to tell. Hard to tell. Um, You can definitely get in. That's not the question. Uh, The question is whether or not it's safe to do so. Uh, I will point out (laughs) that the rubble is like directly to the left of where we are. So I don't know if that's related to the fact that this room is here. In the schematics, it seemed like the length of the room goes past the rubble. Just wanted to point that out. Could be related, maybe not. Who knows? So you're saying this room is linked to the rubble? It could be, is what I'm saying. So if we investigate the rubble, which is to our left right now. It is, in fact, to our left right now. Yeah, so we can't go that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're allowed to do that, as per (laughs) our left-turning rules. Yep. Okay, let's go to the rubble. Turning left. Um, Yes, it's true. Directly in front of you next to the store, there's a significant pile of boulders and, like, machinery. And it is more, like, piled up here than it is against the far wall, if that makes sense. Like, it's really piled up in this one particular spot. And then it continues down the back wall. Well, I mean, I can attempt to clear the rubble. Right. Okay. Give me a give me strength. Yep. Clearing the rubble. Clearing the rubble with a 16. You hack away at this debris that is in particularly bunched up in this corner. Um, You'll need one more good check. Also, Schmidt, make a perception. Schmidt cannot see shit. Okay. I got Um, another six on the die. Okay. Yeah. No, it's fine. Uh, Gimli is digging. That's all that matters. Uh, He's kind of freaking out because there's a gun in his pocket. There was a woman and child picture. And we totally didn't look at it. Can I look at it to sure. see if I recognize what am I? What modifiers? Well, I got a nineteen on the dice, so it doesn't really matter. What it the doesn't really matter. <laughs> um, Cindy <clears throat> looks at the photo, and like in her head, she's thinking, like, "Is this someone I know? Is this my family?" And she opens the wallet and she looks at the photo, and she looks at the woman and the child, and they don't look like family. The child does not look like her. The woman looks wholly unfamiliar. She does recognize the background. The background is a really cool place in Hoenn that Cindy has only been to once. It's called Pacific Log Town. It's a town that is in the ocean that just floats. It's just floating there. And she can tell that because of the log beams they use to navigate the town. Looks like maybe this person was on vacation and took a photo of their loved one and their child. Uh, what was your second strength roll, Emily? 16 again. 16. Yeah, that's enough. You clear away the rubble and you find yourself in like an... Uh, a very dark room with like a, a concrete floor. And in front of you, there is a like a big imposing like thing. It's not alive. It's, it's a construct, but you aren't quite sure what it is. It's very dark. Someone has to make a perception or make it light or something. So you can tell what it is. Solely make light. Solely. Uh, you don't have to roll for this. This will just happen. What you see before you is like basically a tank, but the front of it is a big ass drill. And it's stored in this room. Um, there are more in this room. There are two others. They are damaged. There are big old rocks on them. But this one looks like it's in perfect condition. Drill car. Yeah, it's big a drill dig. car. It's a, it's a big drill car, basically. Big dig. Yep. It's a surprise tool that will help us later. <laughs> well, put, uh, put it in their pocket for later. <laughs> yeah, let me put, let me put the, the tank car in my pocket. Okay. Yeah, that'll fit. Yeah, no problem. Mm-hmm. I'll put this in my bag of holding. Perfect. 
<laughs> yeah, this Pokemon, is... you can fit a bike in your bag. <laughs> it seems like maybe why this chamber is so big is because these vehicles go in and out of it. Yeah, they have to fit in here. And also, lore, this, these are actually real. If you look at the maps from Pokemon Emerald for the Team Magma hideout, there's like a bunch of these like all over the place. It's yeah. pretty cool. Can uh, Is there like a clear entrance anywhere to it? Or should I roll perception to look at it? At the vehicle? Yeah. Um. It, it's There's no cover on the top, which is definitely okay. a safety hazard. But yeah, you could just like jump in if you want. Oh, sick. I'm hopping in. I want to like look at the look at there's like a glove box or something. Sure. Yeah, um, it's really, really straightforward. There's no glove box. It looks like there's a there's a cup right. holder. Um, you feel a little small in the seat, it's like a pretty big seat, and you're not like the biggest guy. So like your feet like hardly touch the bottom. Um, there <laughs> there are pedals. There's a gas pedal. There's a brake pedal. There's like a there's a um, there's a primer like like on a golf cart. Like if you need to get gas in it, basically, it's like yeah. that idea. And there's a gear shift. There's forwards, park reverse. <laughs> Sorry. Do my feet reach the pedals? Just barely. Like you basically have to use your toes. <laughs> of course. Can I lower the seat? Yeah. Now I can go. There's like a little lever where you just yeah, do it. Yeah. The classics. Yeah. <laughs> I used to do it that way. I have to go for the drive. Cindy climbs up on there also and is like, I am really good at driving these. Do not touch anything. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> not a damn thing. You didn't even let me roll my deception nope, to nope, try to deceive you. Do you. Not. Nope. <laughs> do not. <laughs> Touch a thing. Uh, yeah, you can roll with disadvantage, but Gimli like really doesn't trust your ability. So. Okay. That's a nat one yep, for okay. my deception. That sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> not a damn thing. What's this button do? Nope. It does nothing to you. <laughs> uh, you can slide of hand if you want to try. Yeah, well, I mean, are there buttons on here for me to do that? Why? There why, are, yeah. why? Why? Why are we fucking with this? Uh, I'm not. <laughs> I was looking at the glove box. Slide of hand. I got a got a twelve. Cindy quickly reaches out her hand to press a button, and she does manage to press it. Nothing happens. Okay. Okay. Can we yoink Cindy out of the drill <laughs> yeah. before? Cindy, come look at this shiny thing over here. Shiny thing? Sam is still yeah, keeping her distance. So, like, way. she's watching. The, the, what Schmidt said gave her some comfort, but she's still kind of like standing. Like, she she <laughs> she peeks her head through the hole that dimly dug, and she's like, "Is everything okay? You guys are all right? We're great and dandy." Uh, <laughs> Cindy needs to get out of this vehicle. <laughs> We're going out now. Can I show Sam the picture of the woman and child and see if Sam knows who they are? Yeah, go for it. Sam, do you know who this person is? We found it in a wallet in a filing cabinet. You make With a roll? the gun. With the gun? Why would you do that? Why would you say it? Talk about the gun. <laughs> she, she says... She was in the room when the gun went off, wasn't she? Or... Yeah, she was. She had to roll to save it, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's just remind people about the gun. Like, yeah. just keep bringing it up. Yeah, it was with the gun! Yeah. Um... <laughs> Sam says, no, I don't recognize them, unfortunately. Oh. Okay. Hmm. How much gaming is the DM going to allow me to do? If you want to make an insight check, I will let you guys do, like, unlimited insight checks per character if you want. Okay, I want to investigate this room. Okay. Because I remember, them, I remember there being a rare candy in this room in the game. Sure, yeah, go for <laughs> it. With my proficiency, that's a 15. Okay. Where exactly are you looking? 
just anywhere. Okay. You Maybe on the left side of the room. There's another one of these like drill cars that you see on to the left of the the one that Gimli is in. Mm-hmm. And a rock has smashed it. It's completely inoperable. Um, but there is it seems like someone was like maybe storing something in here and there's like a medium sized stone on top of a bag. Can I investigate that bag? Yes, you have to move the stone. So you have to roll strength. Rolling strength 14. You find a bag of snacks. Um, They're all like cheap candies and like pretzels and there's some like dried berries in there as well. And there is um, some candy also. Or any of the candies rare? Uh, maybe. Can I investigate? Yes, you can. See if they match the other candies that I have. Yes. So the plus two, 16. It seems like they are not rare. Philly, I'm going to throw the bag on the ground. Okay. I guess the next we- room? Yeah, next we can room. go to the next room. Yeah, there's still two you haven't been in, so you're going to go to the one that's closest to you right by the rubble. Um, remember, the door is locked. It's not locked with a key. There was something blocking it. Gimli, how spicy are you feeling? Pretty spicy. It's like a knockdown, whatever's blocking this door kind of spicy? Absolutely. Let's do it. Let's do it. All are, right. are you guys doing it together? Yeah. Give me, a, give me a Gimli strength and then a D6 team roll. Gimli strength is a dirty 26. Great. Give me the team roll. My D6 was a two. My my D6 was also a two. <laughs> Let's fucking go. Yeah. Yo? Yeah, you guys you guys just obliterate the door. It is like pretty cool. Oh! Uh, you guys charge into it at the exact same time and it flies off the wall and it doesn't like spin or anything. It just smacks into the far wall. LED roll perception. 13. You what? feel like in your head, like, you know, it isn't real. You know, it didn't happen. But in your head, you th- you feel like you can hear the sound of like a group of Pokemon that are screaming. All right. Did anybody hear anything? Oh, no? Did we hear anything? Uh, okay. You can roll perception. Uh, that is a six. 14 for me. And ooh, 14 for me as well. None of you heard anything. No, we didn't hear anything. Nope. <laughs> hey. Certainly did not hear anything. Did you right. hear something? No. No, I just thought I might have. Um, there are no lights in this room. It's a little bit longer rectangular wise. Um, and from the ceiling, there are all sorts of like scientific devices. Um, there are those same like laser beam antenna that you saw in that one log, that one admin log. There's like these uh, conduit pipes that are all across the ceiling that reach into the wall to the back and to the left. It's pretty empty. This this part of the chamber was significantly damaged by rubble. So like there's a lot of like rocks and there's like a crushed uh, cabinet of some sort. And towards the back of the room, there is an oddly shaped rock that is like diagonally coming out of the ground. So you said there's a rock coming out of the ground there. Yeah. And it doesn't look like the other surrounding rocks. It's dark. It's hard to make out exactly what it is, but it's like a weird shape. And uh, it's it doesn't really look like it belongs. It looks like. Where it points up diagonally, like there might be a hole in it. I have Soli light some light. Um, Soli will do that. I will ask for a group perception. I got a nat one. So okay, I also uh, got a nat one. Let's go. I got a twenty-one. Okay, fourteen. Mentality, we're too busy high fiving. Okay, 
I need Cindy and Gimli to make a wisdom save. DC 16. Seven. And solely too, actually. Solely as well. Oh boy. Because we didn't perceive it, we don't. 17. We're not okay. wise enough to perceive it. Okay. I pretend to not see it. Uh, wisdom. I think Elodie's a little distracted. Schmidt has a gun in his pocket, so he's just a little distracted in general. Uh, yeah, Cindy got We're an 11. Okay. Sully got a 6. Okay. Cindy and Soli have been completely petrified. They are alive and fine, but they cannot move. They when solely breathed fire, Cindy and solely witnessed something and now they are paralyzed. Um, Gimli saw the thing. Gimli saw for a flash of an instant, three spooky shapes, one vaguely resembling a salamander, one vaguely resembling a duck, the other one vaguely resembling a flat lily pad with glowing red eyes. Oh, and then they disappeared. Oh my. oh my god. Like uh they just can't move physically or like they've been turned to stone. They are not petrified like they were in the trick house. They okay. are just like you look at Cindy that and her eyes are wide open and, and like, I was like, Oh, this is the room. Yeah, no, no. Her we found an IRL. Their eyes are open and they just like are barely breathing and they can't move. Okay. Mm. So this is like a scary face attack. And and Gimli saw something. Uh I communicate what I saw to the rest of the party. Okay. And I think it was from the videos. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely the like I ghosts of the Pokemon that were killed here or something. Yeah. Okay. What direction were the things that you think you saw them? Uh north towards the end of the room. All right. On the I'm other side of the rock. Bring out Meryl Cheap. Okay. And I'm gonna launch an ember north. Are you doing this for visibility or are you doing this for visibility? Okay. What Gimli described to Elodie and Schmidt is perfectly clear. There are three like decrepit, necrotic looking spectral shapes that resemble water type Pokemon. Cindy and Soli are petrified and the rest of the party encounters spirits of tormented Pokemon that remain in this facility. We'll have to wait until next time to see how they fare. Thank you so much for listening to the latest episode of Dunsparce and Drampa. We sincerely appreciate those of you who reach out to us, whether it's the comments in the YouTube section, messaging us on Twitter, in our Patreon, or in the Calyrex Game Corner Discord server. You can access all of those things at linktree slash dunsparce, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash dunsparce. We always love hearing from you. We have special bonuses for Patreon supporters where you can fill out a form to name your own NPC, among other awesome benefits. Strongly recommend you check it out. Once again, thank you for listening, and we'll finish off this cliffhanger next Tuesday. Yeah, to go over the Pokemon, as uh, we saw, Schmidt came riding in on Patricia who is now an Altaria, ready to uh, uh, fuck it up, as they say. Um, Cut that out. Okay. (laughs)